Hola, hola. Welcome to the Bruja Broadcast. This is Dion. And Sasha. Join us today as we serve up some Brujeria Latina with a side of astrology and herbology bundled with some stories and sass. Hola, hola. Uh, welcome back. This episode is going to be all about water and water's correspondences. Hola, hola. Yes, today we are on our third of the five yes. um, elements and this one's pretty nice. I mean, yeah. we use it every day. Yes. To shower, hopefully. Oh, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I think it's, it's... At least wash your mouth. It's the most used, I would say, for sure. Yeah. Let me but, see. Well, I mean, the air, because you need it to breathe. Yeah. But Second one. But we're also made up of water. Yeah, we're... Se- what is it, like 70%? I think it's more. Maybe. More? Yeah. Like 71? You want to win? Sure. 71. I do. <laughs> Taking the win today. Take it. Okay. So it's the second most dense element. Mm-hmm. After Earth. Right. And it's also the first one that we're hitting that's with the feminine right. energy. Okay. Because um, the uterus is, and we'll talk more about that shape, but the uterus is that, you know, has that cauldron sort of shape mm-hmm. and it's also full of water or turns into water mm-hmm. and it creates life and life is created within water. So yes. that's why it connects with the feminine. Awesome. Yeah. And what, what do you want to hit? To start off, so water is going to be connected to the West going to be connected to the season fall and it's very connected to the moon pluto and neptune is that correct mm-hmm. uh, zodiac signs are going to be cancer scorpio and pisces right and the cancer scorpio and pisces scorpio is one that people often like confuse because it doesn't seem to have like a natural um it looks more like earth i guess because scorpios live in don't live in the water you know mm-hmm. and um but it is it is a, a water sign and so those are controlled by the moon and also the Scorpio is controlled by, you know, Mars. So we're not going to go there. And then Pisces is with by Neptune. And Pisces is also um, has its original ruler was Jupiter, right. which is an expander. So it could be included there as well. Interesting. Yeah. And so one of the things about water, obviously, it, it's receptive. It's passive. Oftentimes it can be cold. It um, allows you to, so the main thing about water and what we normally talk about water is we relate it to emotions, but it's not just emotions. It's also all the effects of water, like purification, humidity, um, like blood, cooling things down. So like when I think of emotions, sometimes I think of more like, you know, maybe because I'm a sun sign (laughs) as I think of like emotions, like going on peak, but this is actually like the emotions, like going inward and dipping down and like feeling those emotions, like flowing in those emotions. Like, yeah, that's the way I see it. And, um, it's used often to represent spirituality, creativity, intuition, compassion, creativity, solidarity, and psychic ability. Mm -hmm. Okay. Got also, uh, I don't know, fertility, Mm-hmm. Death is a big one because it's also rebirth and transformation. Oh, so that's where the Scorpio comes in because Scorpio controls those. Oh, okay, okay. yeah. That makes sense. Okay. And, and yeah, and reflection a lot as well Yeah, because I'll... water. Oh, and mirror. That makes perfect sense. The mirror, so see? getting into some tools for it then. Um, the tools that go along with water are going to be mirrors, cups, bowls, chalice. And a cauldron. Cauldron. Mm-hmm. which is cauldron <laughs> <laughs> and then that's how you'll see it represented in tarot uh, t- typically as a cup or just a receptacle for water right yeah like one of my um decks has uh vials yeah i love that that's so cute but yeah jars are, and this is also why witches collect jars yeah <laughs> of course it's a tool. we gotta <laughs> yeah. have a hundred thousand of them right 
least a dozen. At if least. you're at least, that's if you live like in a tiny home. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Don't have a lot of space. Um, it's also um, it's connected to mediumship. It's connected to afterlife. Mm-hmm. It's connected to um, karma. Oh. And so yeah. Um, what else? Esoteric arts, music. You could you need to speak about this because I'm not the music chick. <laughs> oh, how am I the music chick? Oh, I don't know. Because you're in communication <laughs> and music communicates. I don't have. Let's see. So we had we had the strings for fire. Oh no! So like it, water controls music in general. It belongs to music. Oh, like music belongs to water. Oh, so all musical instruments belong to water. Mm, I don't know about instruments. Let me see if I have a list of the instruments. But um, yeah, in general, like it controls music. And it's like recording, production, all everything that has to do with music oh, cool. is like underneath um, water, mm-hmm. because it's imagination, it's creativity, it's spiritual, it's emotions, it's communicating about emotions, it's connecting with other people through their emotions. Oh, so oh yeah, yeah. See, I, I was able to speak about hey. music. Hey, hey, <laughs> tan 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 tan, mira me. <laughs> Um, and then, like you mentioned, it has all about, you mentioned birth and rebirth, but it also includes like the menstrual cycle. Oh yeah. And everything that has to do with the womb. Mm-hmm. So that, that's the part where we don't like that much. <laughs> we get used to it kind of. Are you crazy? <laughs> I mean, I don't know. No, I don't think you get used just to it. It's just accepting your fate. Oh. <laughs> no. <laughs> we'll get to, we'll get into that. <laughs> accepting your fate. Mira carajo. <laughs> the menstrual cycle you just take something <laughs> stop it don't you see that everything on the market nowadays like don't have a period for three years don't oh, have a period for five years don't have a period for a year so healthy for you oh super healthy yeah i don't know i was blessed and then i did something wrong and now i'm cursed because <laughs> i used to have like no periods like mm-hmm. i was just like really irregular that's why i couldn't get pregnant mm-hmm. and then you know after the kids like it, it said oh this is what we're supposed to do and then after i've had kids it's synced up. Oh, that's yeah. so poor timing. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's such poor timing. Exactly. Like, I didn't have, like, now I have them and this to deal with. I do consider, uh, so water or working in the West, I think I consider it the most uncomfortable of the spaces mm. because it is the area for transformation and that's pretty aligned. Plus, plus with, it's cold. Yeah. Plus it's the mystery, I think, also because in water, you never know. It can be treacherous, you know? Oh, yeah. You never know what it's going to do, what it's going to feel like, you know, it's, it's so wonderful when you get into water and it's what you expected. Right. And that's like 5% of the time. (laughs) (laughs) The rest of the time it's either hotter, colder, stronger. Yeah. Like when you walk into a river and those river currents are just going around you and you're like, whoa, or the rock or the rocks are slippery. Mm -hmm. You know, you, it's just like, Unpredictable. unpredictable riptides inside the the ocean yeah. those are like dangerous as heck um or you know or you just or the salt in the water then you get into the beach and you're like oh the beach is oh, so beautiful you get in it, it hits your eyes and your eyes are like yeah popping out red yeah it's like water is like it likes to remind you that it's the boss it's in control for sure yeah. absolutely i agree with that absolutely it's gonna like come back and say like nope yo mando aquí okay but it's also the tool or what we use for cleaning. So it's also used oh, yeah. a lot for like purification, mm-hmm. for cleanliness. And, and so it's used in lots of rituals from baptism to, you know, to cleaning at the at the end of life. Right. You clean the body before you. Yeah. And, and even like um, 
what's this process called? The one with the liquids, the embalming. You mm-hmm. know, it's all liquids, you know, so water is definitely there. They're, yes. they're for our spooky folks. We give them something there. <laughs> <laughs> um, so what type of magical work can we do? It's anything that has to do with um, purification, cleanliness, um, karmic work, um, emotions, transformation. transformation. Big one. Anything when you're ready for something to die and ready for something else to take its place. Like that's what the yeah. West is you're, for and, and what water is for. It's kind of like wiping it. Yeah. Wiping it out. Exactly. Yeah. And I think one thing that people forget is to use um, snow. Snow oh, yeah. is a really good um, expression of water. Mm-hmm. And it's a good way to like how water can be hard or how it can be, you know, how can can let it melt, for example, or just to let something go to make something not as difficult. Mm -hmm. I always have snow in the fridge. Really? Yeah. (laughs) I I got my little balls of snow in there because I let the kids, you know, bring them in as snowballs and then I just save them. And so it's really good. Like when you want to, for me, it's like when I want to unblock something, Mm -hmm. I'll use like snow. Oh, yeah. Because then it's going to evaporate. It's going to just turn into something that's manageable. Oh, I like that a lot. I use that one a lot. Okay. And then obviously, not everybody has access to snow. Right. Of course. Um, So then they can use um, the river, I think, would be the next one that I would like the most. Um, Even more than, than the ocean. Because the ocean has that meeting of land and you know with the sand and the and the and the ocean and like it it, it's different for me right Mm -hmm. while as and it's more infinite right which is a great expression of water being like infinite but i like the rivers because i feel it's more controlled and not only that it really speaks to the everything that has to do with fertility with waking up because wherever a river crosses those lands are going to be the most fertile ones right and so it's like that expression of bringing something to life, making it productive. And so I really like the ocean for that. I got uh, the, the, rivers. Oh, the rivers for that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Colors? Uh, yeah. So for colors, I've got blues, silvers, white, which white is, again, mm-hmm. pretty generic. Yeah. You, anyways. All inclusive? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, so blue, silver, white, gray, sea foam, indigo, aquamarine. Mm-hmm. Turquoise. Turquoise for sure. Yeah and grays with the silvers sure okay great and then um the season of the year uh so the season's going to be fall Mm -hmm. the time of day is going to be twilight so kind of that dusk it has those colors too Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and then um it's receptive feminine energy and then do you have some of the stones i have aquamarine blue fluorite lapis azuli what else do you have uh opal See, blue topaz moonstone pearl oh i love moonstone me too yeah uh amethyst mm-hmm. for foods and drinks it's going to be water obviously tea apple pear coconut strawberry watermelon um and uh, all the frescas all the all the waters yeah all the watery fruits yeah the is the one where you put the fruit in and sort of like let it become like water, no strawberry water. The original way to make it is just oh, letting to use it. The, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> is to just put the fruit in the water, <laughs> not buy the little powder or yeah, you know whatever they're selling at the supermarket. The original form is just to put the fruit in the water and oh, let yeah. it yeah For, yeah yeah okay like what like soak in it right. Mm-hmm. You know that they sell like the water bottles where you can put them and then it gets ah uh-uh. well whatever I under, I know what I'm thinking of <laughs> at least. 
Oh, so for herbs, we've got seaweed, aloe, fern, mm -hmm. water lily, lotus, mm -hmm. moss, willow, gardenia. I also right? have lettuce. Oh, lettuce for sure. Lettuce. And, and I, wouldn't cabbage go there? Because it's about the same. Yeah. It's... I mean, don't tell them that. But... <laughs> right? Um, but yeah, very water. Water waste, like mm -hmm. cucumbers, I guess. Yeah, but cucumbers, because of their phallic shape, are going to stick to... Um, Sun? The south, yeah. With fire. Yeah, yeah, you said phallic. I knew we were going. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. Okay. Same with cucumber or not cucumbers, um, celery, because the mm -hmm. way it grows, it's phallic, so it belongs to fire. Okay, got it. Even though yeah. it's like a watery product. And then obviously, um, you said you said aloha? Oh, uh, yes. See, okay. Uh, and got coconut, eucalyptus. I'm sure the coconut has the form, it has the shape. Oh, yeah. So I guess, um, like, would melons go there too? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Melons are super watery. Because they're all, like, rounded as well. So they and mm -hmm. they have the watery, the water inside, and they have the concave bowl shape where they're holding it in. Exactly. Right. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Um, and then what sort of magic would you... Yeah, so we already spoke of the type of rituals we would do. I'd say the location is obviously the best thing that you can do is if you can get out to a natural water source, sort of like a river, yes. a stream, an ocean. Those are the best places. If not, then you can do things at home, either with like snow, like I mentioned, with regular water mm -hmm. or um, baths. Yeah. But, oh, baths, of course. Yeah. Banyos are huge for transformation. And the banyos and the banyos help you like change everything. We can refer back to what was it like our second episode yes. was about banyos. Yeah. Yeah. So, but the water is very, water is very healing. It's very restorative. It's all, all about washing something off and welcoming in mm -hmm. and clean, clean slate, basically. Right. And also like represents that spiritual change as well. Yeah. And while as you're progressing through your spirituality, you're going to be progressing through like different levels of water, mm -hmm. basically. Yeah. Okay. Do you have anything to add to that? Uh, so for animals, you are going to actually find um, there'll be animals that are transformational too, like uh, frogs from toad pools, things mm -hmm. that are come from eggs are sure. going to be also. Like I have on, the, on my water altar, I have the little um, sea turtles. Yeah, exactly. And they come and from eggs and then yeah, eggs, they hatch, yeah. right. And obviously all the sea animals. Yes. <laughs> it's like when last time we're like, all the birds. Yeah. No, but there's <laughs> all the sea animals, yeah. all the fish and all the swimming animals will definitely belong to the water category yeah. and then i've got some ties in with the water so water again can be used to extinguish fire mm -hmm. uh, fire can evaporate water and it forms steam mist and fog water interacting with earth water feeds the earth water can also destroy the earth through water logging flooding and erosion mm -hmm. and water with air uh, water and air can combine to corrode or dissolve metals Air can act as a carrier for water, transporting water vapor around the world, thus aiding in the water cycle. Super. Yeah. Yeah. All That's right. awesome. Great. So astrology now starting around April 10th or starting on April 10th? Starting on April 10th. Right. Okay. Astrology. Okay. So astrology from April 10th through the 23rd, we have what is hailed as one of the most important events of the year. Hold on, it? hit. It is Jupiter in Neptune in Pisces. Okay. Okay. So, um, the Jupiter conjunction Neptune in Pisces is basically super beautiful. It only happens. Okay. So the Jupiter Neptune conjunction only happens about every thirteen years. Okay. But Jupiter conjunction Neptune 
in Pisces only happens every 166 years. Okay. Right. So Jupiter will conjunct Pisces in, in one a cycle, basically, right? Because it, it'll take like 12 and a half years or so, so about every 13 years. Okay. But while you go through the 12 signs and you multiply that by the 13 oh. years, it's 166 years. Okay. So, yeah. That, that's why it's like, whoa. So this is... Um, most people are grabbing onto it as it being beautiful, right? Because Jupiter is the expansion. Um, it's the planet of expansion. It's the planet that, you know, it brings you luck. It brings, it makes everything grow. It's just like, ah, the benefic. It's the cute, it's the benefic of the um, Zodiac. And then Neptune is all about like dreams and daydreaming and, you know, spiritual awakening and being able to move forward on a different like spiritual consciousness and so it's like whoa and then both of them are the rulers of pisces and they're in pisces oh so it's really impacting and highlighting that patient that piscean energy and they're both like in rulership they're not to their detriment they're not like unhappy they're both like because neptune is the modern day ruler of pisces and jupiter is the um old um, ruler like okay. before they had discovered like you know Neptune and Pluto yeah. and stuff like that it would only get to Jupiter and so Jupiter was the ruler of so um the traditional I'm like looking for the word I'm like no it's not old it's like what, what is it uh, the traditional you. ruler um so they're both the rulers of Pisces there's going to be in the science so they're both super happy you know like doggies you know wagging their tails happy in that location and it doesn't happen often and it's so impactful with everything that has to do with psychic ability with mediumship with spiritual awakening that people are looking at it like wow you know it's like a moment for people to consciously move forward as a collective Wonderful. on a spiritual plane okay that's the beautiful hopeful this is what it should be doing is right the other shoe gonna drop right now well i mean <laughs> that's like if we like if we humans don't mess it up right oh. Oh. <laughs> but let's let's go and so it, it's important to know that you know even if humans do mess it up and they don't you know move forward as a collective towards more spiritual awakening lots of people will be having this spiritual because obviously for it to be a collective everybody has to be feeling this little water right. <laughs> it's like a floating tea light in water because there's a little spark of fire inside this water right um so there's you know the higher spiritual growth the um the bad part would be obviously like disassociating from reality or escapism which we've talked about often with pisces neptune energy that it's one where people just like want to disconnect or they don't want to see everything for how it really is or feeling like unclear like what's going to happen i can't see things right and like really negative would be like you know gas and stuff like that like poisonous gas and stuff like that okay but um going with the because i mean the way it's aligned and the way all the cosmic energy is aligned it should push things forward right and so what we're going to be seeing is lots of people are going to be feeling like they want to make a spiritual change they're going to be feeling that they have something that's you know awakening them people are going to be a lot more psychic a lot more intuitive um they're going to be able to connect with their powers a lot easier so all that's beautiful and then even for people that are a little more you know less spiritual or whatever they're going to be finding that they're going to be more creative that they're going to be more in tune to finding patterns that will allow them to be abundant and creative okay so even somebody that's like out there in the world without knowing anything about astrology is going to be impacted like positively right okay and then 
So obviously, since it's so huge in water, um, we could see other elements like you could feel a lot, you know, cryy, lots of tears, you know, because there's more water, <laughs> right? It could be flooding. It could be things like that um, because we do see like water increments or water pipes break and stuff like that on, on a personal level. Okay. okay. Um, and then since on the 10th, Jupiter is going to be in Aries first and it moves to the 12th, it moves into Pisces, but on the 10th, it moves into Aries and that liberates action. So it's because remember that Aries has a little bit of power in it. So it's going to be like unleashing Jupiter to let Jupiter go like, whoa, what am I going to do? And then it falls into Pisces and it's like, I'm going to wake everybody the heck up, you know? <laughs> so, and then that's kind of the way that works there. Um, so the 12th has that beautiful energy. It is not just for one day. It, it stays in that period for a couple months until like October or something. I had to have to look up the exact date. But it's going to stay there for a while, oh, almost wow. towards the end of the year. Let me see if I have it in my notes. Hang well, at least until July, because in July we have a retrograde for Jupiter. So at least through July 28th, it's going to be there. Nice. Okay. I know that there's, that it goes... I have a bunch of notes in my life, but I don't know. They're not like organized. <laughs> they're very watery. My notes are very watery. They're spread out everywhere. Flowing. Yeah, they're flowing. Um, and you can like foggy. You don't really know what it says. <laughs> yeah. My notes definitely belong in the water category. Okay. So that's the 12th. Um, and then um, the 12th, we have the sun conjunct Saturn as well. So Saturn brings in that discipline. It brings in that structure. So it, and the sun highlights it and integrates it into you. So it's how can you bring all of this energy that's building up, right? This cosmic energy that's building up. How can you bring it into your life? How can you include it in your structures? And so that's really good. Um, 14th is a day that's only an asteroid situation, but it is a day of a little bit of discord. Um, so what it's asking you is to not let others affect you or their words affect you and for you to seek harmony, for you to find a way to balance yourself and not let like what other people say, like get you off your rocker, you know, mm -hmm. to keep your center. Okay. Then on the 17th, we, it's 16th, 17th, depending on where you're at. We have the full moon in Libra. Um, this day, it, you know, we're still in Aries at that time and Aries and Libra are opposites. So it is a little tense, um, that energy, because Libra is always looking for balance, energy, beauty, like being polite, but it is also the sign that rules like everything that has to do with politics right. and like, you know, I said one thing, but, you know, I'm going to go negotiate over here something else because it's looking for the best deal kind mm -hmm. of thing. So things could be a little bit like the energy is a little charged, a little tense that day. When you look at it on a personal level, it's the difference between wanting to show up for people and knowing how to establish boundaries so that they don't take advantage of you oh. because Librans can be taken advantage of often. Mm -hmm. So it's like, how do you allow that energy of looking for harmony, looking for balance without it being to the other side, right? right? Like on that seesaw where you're like, oh, I was doing it all for me. Now I'm going to do it all for others. No, it's like, how can you actually balance it? Right. Okay. And then the other thing is since Mercury is conjunct Uranus that day, that's like surprise news, things you weren't expecting to find out. So that can put a little fire to that. Mm -hmm. And then Mercury is going to be sextiling Venus. So it highlights everything that has to do with relationships, beauty, the home finances. So you put all three together and it's like, I could potentially see 
not having the same values or priorities as a partner, for example, and finding out about it. So how do you find out about it? Your credit card statement come in and you saw that they spent, you know, four grand on a car piece and you're like, what the fuck? That doesn't value. It's not what we're saving for. It's not what we had talked about, blah, blah, blah. And it brings that discord. And then at the same time, it's like, am I going to say anything to that person? Because really, I just want to keep the peace with them and I don't want to rock the boat. So it's that, that I'm just totally bending that off the fly. I hope it doesn't happen to anybody, but you know, <laughs> but that's kind of the energy that you're getting there. Okay. Then, um, the sun squares Neptune on the 18th. So that's sort of like when somebody had rose tinted glasses on and they take them off and it's like, Oh, the dream is no longer, uh-huh. you know? And that kind of, you know, it's the day after that full moon that was a little rocky. It could uh-huh. be when you put them all together, it's like, just be careful with your communication with partnerships during those two days, but also don't be a pushover and just be really clear before that happens on what are your values, what is important to you. Okay. Because if you are not sure what your values are, you come into the situation, you react to the Libra and energy and don't do anything about it. And then you eat it up. And then a month later, there's some Mars aspect and you're just biting somebody's head off. Right. So it's mm-hmm. like, and then huh. Venus sextiles Uranus on the 18th. That's a really good sex day, in my opinion, <laughs> basically. It's a day where, you know, you can get um, surprising innovation, you know, cool. bring some technology into the bedroom. <laughs> yeah. And then the 19th, and it's really good because on the 19th, we swing into Taurus. And Taurus, I, I mean, I love my Taurus people. I love that they're homey and they're sensual and they decorate and they're beautiful and they like to eat out so i i mean i like my taros people they're stubborn as heck but in the other regards they're pretty cool and they're slow to make decisions and so that can really frustrate an Aries. Mm-hmm. but in the other aspects it's like okay be as slow as you want if we're in this <laughs> in this mode right cool. and or like slow eating you know we're going out for dinner and we're having fun you know, a nice dinner and we're eating so that's that's all really good energy so tarot season starts um on the 19th and that runs for about a month and then it's time for us to basically start watering the seeds that we planted so in areas we just you know with the equinox we just planted seeds right we actually did got the seeds the pot the, the dirt we put it in we stuck it in the ground right and then when taro season starts on the 19th we basically are starting to water it and care for it and look for those little shoots oh, right it's, very cool. it's kind of that growth mode and then the 21st i have um the north nodes and the south nodes going to be squaring saturn um this is important because the week after that we're going to have our first eclipse of the year mm-hmm. and it's the first eclipse in the new um node shift we had no shift in in december and so the nodes are going to be in taros and scorpio this year and next year because they last about 18 months in in a in a rotation and so north node and south node are going to be squaring saturn on that 21st so it's a lot of internal conflict with what you want to do with your life what you should be directing your and what's comfortable right because that north node says where you should be heading Mm -hmm. and that south node is like what feels normal and comfortable for me and i don't want to get out of my comfort space right Mm -hmm. and this is familiar and i'm good at doing this so why should i get uncomfortable and do that thing that i don't like and i don't know how to do right 
So it's and it's squaring with Saturn. So it's Saturn. Basically, it's like think of the I've always told you about the boxers in the ring. But this yeah. time, imagine like the trainer in the corner when they're like kind of like rubbing them down, but they're not rubbing them anymore. They're kind of like slapping them uh-huh. like to get them riled up to go and fight. Yeah. <laughs> so that we got to think of that boxer coach like yelling at him like, you know, oh, go out there and fight. Okay, you yeah, know? yeah. So it's getting those. And for us internally, how we feel it is like that conflict between what I should do and what I really want to do or what I'm scared of doing and what I default to doing because it's so much easier to default into this other activity. And so it's getting us ready for that um, eclipse at the end of the month. Yep. Whoosh. Yeah, it's not bad. All right. I mean, with the Jupiter thing, we're still going to be floating. Uh, The boxing references make so much sense to me. (laughs) I'm from, there's, um, boxing's a really big in my country. Oh, really? Yeah. So we have like, four b's it's boxing um baseball basketball and beauty pageants really? very cool <laughs> so those are the national sports nice. but boxing has um we've we've had more i think boxing and baseball would probably be the two highest ones um, that we're recognized for yeah very cool Thank you so much for listening. We'll be back with another episode the week after next. But in the meantime, you can email us at thebrujasbroadcast at gmail.com. For me, Dion, you can find my artwork at lasprimasmaritas.com. Or for booking healing work, I'm at unusualhealing.com. Or sdlunacy on Instagram. Great. And for me, Sasha, you can find me on Facebook with Brujeria101. And you can all find me on Instagram as Brujeria101S, because <laughs> somebody had the 101. And I also have Brujeria101.com. And there we'll have like um, response buttons that you can push to Amazing. book like palm readings or nail charts and stuff like that. Great. Yeah. Thank you so much. 